This is Kim Balorchi, and you're listening to Boldly Stated. So today is my guest. I have my daughter, Samantha. And although Samantha is freaking amazing in her own right and would be an incredible guest on any day, I've asked her to sit with me today and talk with me because she is about to graduate from college. And Sam was just kind of finding her groove her freshman year when um, everybody got sent home. And so her college experience was very, very colored by the pandemic. Um, And now as she's about to graduate, we're starting to have conversations around the value of a college degree and her preparation for the world. I haven't had any coaching with her around this episode, and I actually don't know what she's going to say. So I'm publicly going to tell you, Sam, that you can say anything you want and you're not going to get in trouble, um, even if you tell me that you think you're degree is shit. I'll cry later, not in front of you. (laughs) Um, Anyway, welcome, Sama. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So you're graduating. I'm graduating. And tell us your degrees. I'm getting a bachelor's in philosophy, a bachelor's in sociolegal studies, and I don't know what the degree is for a minor, to be quite (laughs) honest with you, but I I originally declared sociolegal studies, which is a sociology lens, like a critical sociolegal lens. Um, on law and society and needed to add another major per the university guidelines. So we're graduating with a mouthful. Okay. So you've got lots of degrees. Lots of degrees. And how prepared do you feel to be entering the world? Oh boy. If you guys could see her face right now. I'll be honest. Like I want to take a moment and really think about this question and not just answer on face. Because if I answered on impulse, I'd say, oh, I'm I'm so far away from feeling prepared to enter what we'd say, air quote, the real world. Um, it's it's terrifying, to be quite honest. On a deeper level, when I step back and recognize all that I've learned and what I'm able to take away with and all of the knowledge and education that I've been able to access, I will say that I am walking into a rather you know new, next, unknown part of my life as we tend to do. With a little bit more confidence, I will say, with maybe more tools, but in terms of material, so to speak, of how to support myself and how to go about maybe more of the logistical things, yeah, not a clue. Okay. Do you think that is a function of sort of your, I guess it's hard to ask you because you only have your experience really that you're, you're aware of, it's hard to compare it to someone else's, but do you think that the pandemic and kind of what happened to you and your classmates is maybe different than what it was previously? Oh, I'm 100% sure. 100% sure. And I don't want to speak for other people's experiences by any means because I am 100% confident they are all unique and different. And the social, I mean, to begin the social atmosphere, I'm graduating college with three solid friends that I can look back and say, I made some wonderful memories with them. And I've always kept a close circle, but I'm also an extrovert. And you know how many times I've called you and said, I want to go out. I want to meet new people. I want to do things. And it feels like the hardest battle in the world because COVID changed every aspect of how we go about social interaction. Mm. And it's very, very tough today. I feel like even to make friends in new places is tough. Sometimes it feels like you're really trying to pull out sentences. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, I think they're going to do studies on this. 
I'm sure. Right? Like years from now, they're going to be like, and the generation that was in college during COVID. But I think, um, you know, a lot of people are ready to move past it. And they're like, yeah, let's just move on and get the hell over it. And I, I get it, right? In one in one hand, it's like that was a huge chunk of time that had a massive impact. But I think that for, for you, for students, um, young people who lost the ability to interact at a, a really formative time, I think we're still really seeing those effects. Agreed. And I think, I think that there's not a lot of support, maybe, also. I agree. I think that you're <laughs> right in a lot of ways. I mean, campus, it's, it's definitely back to its lively buzz, but you can feel almost, at least for myself, being in a position where I came into college with that old, quote-unquote, college theme, right? Where the very stereotypical college experience is very much in front of me and very much able to have. And COVID hit, and we had to very much adjust more than a 180, and we've come back with this assumption that we can throw back into normal. There is no such thing as normal anymore. Everything feels different even in the atmosphere of being on campus. And it's wonderful to see everyone and talk to everyone and act as if everything is back to the way that it was. But it isn't, and it won't ever be. And I think that it has impacted us on a deeper level than I think we want to admit. Mm. And that's super important. I'm still trying to admit it, I think, in in both good and bad days, not just in social interaction, but being alone, too, has changed a lot with COVID as well. Such a good point. And I think sometimes we're so quick to look for the silver lining that we don't take the time to mourn what we lost. 100%. And I know for myself, you know, I've been really sort of learning how to look the hard things in the eye, right? And and like to feel the feelings, which um, I was always really good at feeling the happy feelings and, and finding the positive. But I think it's also really important to be able to say, you know, I'm scared and it's okay to be scared or this is hard and it's okay that it's hard. I think the fact that everybody wants to move on and to be like, okay, you guys are graduating. Let's go get out in the world, you know, and, and with parents, by the way, who don't have any real understanding of how much the world has changed or how much the workforce has changed or the incredible vast opportunities that exist for you all that did not exist for us. And so there's like already this weird gap in both knowledge and expectation that I also think is putting a lot of pressure on students who are graduating and who are kind of, you know, in the mix right now. What do you think about that? Oh, I mean, I definitely agree there. There is a sense of pressure to a certain extent. I think we all expected. Um, And then there's this other sort of area of pressure that feels to be like kind of tapping your funny bone, sort of. (laughs) That's the best way I could describe it. Like you can feel it and you kind of want to laugh, but you kind of want to cry at the same time. Mm. Um, And I think Part of that is maybe less from a I'm not prepared standpoint and more of a how do I go forward without stepping the wrong way because I feel like I I can't afford to at this point. Why? I feel like, at least for myself, I don't want to look back and say COVID took away time that I haven't had now, if that makes any sense. Like I feel like I, I, I took advantage of it for what it's worth, right? I don't feel like I've lost that time. Yeah. But it's impacted the way 
I feel like I'm presenting myself today. When I look back at even how I interacted before COVID, it just seems so incredibly different. Um, Can you explain that difference? Or is that just like hard to do? No, I mean, I'll give my best shot at it. And, and if it's, it's too bad, you'll edit it out. Well, but the reason I'm asking is because I feel like this is something that so many people feel, but it's hard to put into words. I think there's this subconscious underlying sense of fear. And this fear has kind of taken a hold of a lot of different emotions that are playing out more aggressively. We see in cars, for instance, like <laughs> driving. Um but in other instances, too, I think before COVID, we had this, uh, for what it's worth, this familiarity or comfortability with each other and with social interaction. And we weren't as worried about something as dangerous as a viral disease that could get us sick when we go and grab coffee. And I think that has impacted the way we go about social interaction and business interactions today, more or less. I think it's harder for people to maybe take a little bit more of a leap of faith given just the radical shift that had, has transpired. But beyond that, I don't know. I think that's something I'm still working out. I mean, I think it helps me grow up a lot faster. But I also consider all of the students that I know and all the friends that I had that no longer were able to afford college mm. and had to drop out of college. And so as excited as I am to graduate with this wonderful piece of paper and all of this time and commitment and privilege and opportunity, because it is a privilege to have a higher education, I think it's also frustrating to have watched people you know who could be there with you and maybe have the opportunities that unfortunately higher education gives people in this country versus not having a higher degree. And that is frustrating in itself, I think as well. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people fell through the cracks. That, and I think, you know, our society's economic system of capitalism, which is a whole nother egg we can break into <laughs> probably like 40 episodes worth. Might have to make my own podcast on that. Um, you should absolutely do it. But we capitalized off of absolutely everything, and we took an opportunity when we needed humanity's faith the most to continue that effort, and it, I feel like, has only been catalyzed since in a lot of ways, and we're, we're busier now, we're working harder now, we're pushing at every chance we can more and more and more, and it just kind of... It hurts. I think you make such a good point. And I think that's maybe part of what is that sort of sense of despair that I sense in your generation too, right? It's like you watched the adults completely fuck it up. Like we mm -hmm. had an opportunity to come together and to be better. And we have come apart. We've come out of it more divided. I will agree that we've, we've, as a collective, have come out more divided. I don't want to put it all on the generation ahead of me because I think it's been a continual generational issue of division for quite a while now, mm. given our history and given the choices that we've made economically and politically. Yeah. Um, but the division is significantly more, not only in socialization, but in political <laughs> polarization of this country, especially... With we had COVID and then we had Roe v. Wade and we have, 
you know, new transgender rights that are being passed in in some states and being completely dismissed in others. So there's there's definitely more emotion. For sure. And I think there's less direction in terms of, you know, the path. I mean, I, I've never necessarily agreed that, um, you know, anyone could tell you like, this is the path, right? right? As you know, it's sometimes I think frustrating probably being my kid because I'm so like, there's so many paths to everywhere, which sounds so great until you have to find one for yourself. Correct. And that can be really daunting, right? But um, I truly believe that the beauty of sort of this life and the gift that we're given is being able to chart your own path based on your unique gifts and your talents and what lights you up and, and figuring that out as you go. I do think that there's less direction for you because people don't actually know. Like we're in this space where the ways business was done forever and ever, it's not really working. A lot of companies are having to rethink the way they do everything, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's remote work or in office, there's there's that piece, but there's so much more too, right? The, the way of doing it with the huge organizational chart from the top to the bottom, it doesn't work anymore. You know, they'll say you guys don't want to work, but that's not it. You want purpose. And so there's a lot of rethinking and reimagining that's happening that ultimately I think is really, really awesome. But when you're graduating in June, <laughs> it probably feels scary. Yeah, it feels scary. And, you know, you want to come out of college right into a job, hopefully. You know, you want to jump into the pool. You don't want to step into it, I think. At least I don't. I'm someone who likes to jump. Um, But not really knowing where to jump and how to jump feels like all questions I need to be asking now with the way in which the world has has changed. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have... For what it's worth, despite the fact that I, you know, relent social media and still use it, so you can call me a hypocrite and I will take it willingly, an AI robot was just programmed on my Snapchat that can actually program responses to questions like, how do I tell someone that I am not going to be able to meet for dinner tonight? And it will generate an emotionally intelligent response. That alone is a technology we didn't have or used to the extent of which we use today in business that is putting people out of the workforce. There's just been so much change. And as somebody who's about to enter this realm of change, yeah, the paths seem endless. And at the same time, all the doors are closed, if that makes sense. Oh, they're not, though. (laughs) Okay, so um, I love this conversation so much. So I'm going to ask you a question. Sure. And then you get to ask me a question. Okay. Okay. So here's my question. I'm your mother. Been your mother your whole life. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think I would say to you or to anyone in your situation getting ready to graduate from school with the vast amount of uncertainty that you're facing? What would my advice be? I no. think... Knowing me as you do. Yeah. I think it would be something along the lines of, one, be proud of your accomplishments. Be proud of the risks and the courage and the bravery it took to get to where you have come. And two, step into the next part with open arms, open eyes, open ears. Let it come to you. Try not to push yourself into a direction you may or may not be compromising yourself for. Stay open and... Stay true to yourself no matter what, because it may not 
develop the way your friends are going to do it out of college and it may not develop the way that you yourself want it to develop out of college. And if you find that space where you can be okay with that, it will come faster than you think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would say, take a step, just take a step. It doesn't matter. You don't need the perfect step. It doesn't have to be the right step for the rest of your life. Just take a step, a step in any direction that feels good to you. That feels like it could be a, a, a track you want to go down is a step in a direction and it could be a direction that leads to another step or it could be one that makes you redirect and you go, oh shit, I don't want to do this at all. But then you learn something right then and there, right? So sitting back and waiting for everything to be totally crystal clear and for everything to feel really, really good before you do anything just means you're going to sit there and wait for a really long time, right? Because you don't know until you do. And so I'm all about just go do, get out there, right? Put yourself into the world. Be crazy brave and just remember how, how much the world needs your gifts and your talent and your sparkle. And I mean this to you and also to every single person out there who's contemplating what's next or, you know, this weird vast space of, of I don't knowness. because here's the crazy thing is you, you really don't know what's next and there's all this change happening, which means there's tons of space to do something totally new right? Like, like we do not live in a fixed world at all. There's so much opportunity. And so it's, there's never been a better time to reimagine a dream or to think of something that no one's thought of or a different way of doing something or to solve a problem in any way. So for me, I understand and really deeply feel and empathize with how uncertain, you know, it feels and it's scary, but I also feel like it's such an amazing time to be creative and alive So, you know, I've got all the excitement for you while you've got the, the apprehension, but, but my hope is, you know, that it, it starts to shift and and become more real in your body. And I think it will. I think it's like apprehensive excitement. Yes. (laughs) If that's something you could phrase. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You get to ask me a question. Okay. I'm scared. Um, all right. Well, you know me fairly well, I'd like to think, because as you mentioned, I am your daughter as you are my (laughs) mother. So with a month and change left of college, put yourself in my shoes. What advice would you give me in the time that I have left? Mm, That's a great question. Um, I would say just be present. Be present. Enjoy every moment, even the moments that feel like a pain in the butt and you're so over it and you're so done with it. Be present and soak it all up. You know, leave no stone unturned. If there's something that is offered in this this place that you haven't explored yet, and even if you're just a tiny, tiny bit curious, take advantage of it. Go, you know, knock on the door of a professor who's won some crazy award and you just think what they do is cool because you're a student And even if it's not anything that you think you'll take into your your life, right? Just meeting interesting people. Um, While you're here, you have access to a world that, not to say you wouldn't as an alumni, but but you're very uniquely positioned. And Mm -hmm. so I just would say, look at every day as an opportunity to just be present and absorb whatever goodness you can. And, you know, shine, just shine your light because... There's a lot of people, I think, who are feeling just what you're feeling. 
And, you know, I think so many people try to put on a happy face and go out there like, I've got this under control. And, you know, you hear of all the people who've got the jobs and they're this. And you said that to me at one point, like everybody knows what they're doing. And I'm like, no, actually they don't, right? Some people will, but a lot of people don't. The people who know what they're doing are going to talk about it a lot, right? But the people who don't know what they're doing are probably sitting back, feeling really scared, really apprehensive, and they, they might not have the same kind of support system that you do. And so, you know, to the extent you can be vocal with like, this is an adventure, I think that's also really cool. Yeah. Um, so I would just say make the most of it like you always do. Thank you. Yeah. I will do my very best. I know you will. It's been quite a ride. I know. It, ha- it has really been a ride, and I cannot believe you are graduating. Me either. It's crazy. Trust me. I mean, we were just having this conversation when I... Just, I, I just decorated your dorm room your freshman year. I, I literally remember, remember putting up the pictures on the walls. I re- and all, like, half of the decorations... <laughs> and crying all the way ...would <laughs> fall off the wall. I mean, it's quite remarkable, though. It's beautiful to look back. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Appreciate it. Okay, let's sign off before we both start crying. Um, thank you for being here today. Yeah, thanks for asking me. This is Kim Balorchi. You've been listening to Boldly Stated. Have a great week, and we'll be back soon.